Hi there, it's Sharon Hespier, the Good Cut Girl. So in this episode 10 of my podcast, I wanted to talk to you about IBS. Um, IBS, it's really known as a diagnosis of exclusion. Um, it can leave so many people so frustrated when they get a diagnosis of IBS. So what usually happens is um, lots of people have gut symptoms that they're really not sure what is causing those gut symptoms. So they go along to their doctor, their doctor will refer them to a gastroenterologist. And usually what will happen is they will perform a colonoscopy and a gastroscopy. Nothing will be found uh, so no abnormalities will be found. So then that means that they diagnose you with irritable bowel syndrome. So it's a really, really strange diagnosis because it is a diagnosis of exclusion. So all things have been excluded at, in a medical way. So they say you have IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. And um, there are even subsets of IBS. There's IBS-C which is where constipation is dominant. There is IBSD, which is when the diarrhea is dominant. So to be perfectly frank, I call bullshit on IBS, and this is why. If your finger, for instance, is not working very well or not functioning at its best and, and your doctor or your specialist says they can't find the cause, they don't just say, oh, you have irritable finger syndrome, do they? No. They investigate further until they find the cause. The same can really be said for any body part. I just use your finger as an analogy. So in my experience and in my opinion, there is always a cause for IBS. And to be honest, I really prefer to not even use the term IBS. Your gastrointestinal symptoms are being caused by something and it takes some good naturopathic detective work and functional testing to understand and treat the causes. So your digestive stress might be caused by a food intolerance. So a food intolerance is mediated by the IgG part of your immune system. And more, that, more often than not, you have leaky gut syndrome. The food proteins leak through that gut barrier that is leaky. It hits your bloodstream and your immune system has a reaction because it sees that large food protein there, says, hmm, you shouldn't be there, and it attacks it. There is a whole lot more to food intolerances as well, but basically that's what happens. So when you have a food intolerance, the key is to test to find out what is causing the problems. We then remove those particular foods for a minimum of three months. We do a lot of work with your gut, and then we slowly reintroduce them one at a time. Your digestive distress might be caused by a short intestinal, short intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is sometimes known as SIBO. So with SIBO, as it says, it's short intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It doesn't, it just means that the bacteria is in the wrong spot and it's overgrowing in the wrong spot. The bacteria should be in the large intestine, but it's not, it's in the short intestine. Sometimes what happens when you have SIBO is that 
lots of hydrogen gases form and hydrogen can cause diarrhea. Or sometimes lots of methane gases form. And when the methane gases form, then it actually does cause constipation. So the key with short intestinal bacterial overgrowth is to stop feeding that bacteria. And we do that by limiting certain foods. Um, we also will then try and kill off that bacteria with herbal medicines and or supplements. Then your digestive distress as well might be caused by fructose malabsorption. So fructose malabsorption is something that I deal with a lot. It's probably one of the most predominant gut problems that I do see. And what happens with fructose malabsorption, it's usually because your small intestine is in very, very poor shape. The villi are quite damaged. You might eat some high fructose foods. And what then happens is that the fructose molecule is a large molecule and it cannot absorb through the digestive lining because that digestive lining is in such poor shape. So it sits in that small intestine and it ferments and it expands. Now, fructose malabsorption um, usually is pain and bloating that's quite high up in your gut and it can be extremely painful and the constipation can be quite bad and the diarrhea can be quite bad. And, and I speak about fructose malabsorption a lot in another podcast that I do have. You know, your digestive distress might be caused by parasites. Sometimes parasites cause no problem. So you may be diagnosed with a parasite. It's not causing your symptoms, but sometimes they cause lots and lots of problems. Um, in indications that parasites may be a problem for you is if you feel worse after potato and rice, um, and if your symptoms are worse at the time of the full moon. That's a bit woo-woo-ish, but it often happens, especially with children. Your digestive distress might be caused by a candida or a yeast infection. And what happens here is that there's too much yeast bacteria or too much candida bacteria in the gut, and it overgrows and it creates havoc. It's a bit like the ads that used to be on the television that have too much bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria. It's very, very similar to that. Although just throwing good bacteria in is not going to fix the problem. You really need to limit your starches and your sugars in foods to get that candida yeast balance back. As well, your digestive distress or your IBS might be caused by stress. We have a huge, huge um, gut-brain superhighway, and some people, some people's gut is really, really affected by stress. Think of things such as butterflies in your stomach when you're stressed. That's the that is the gut-brain connection working. Sometimes it might be because you have a lack of digestive enzymes in your gut. We may have motility problems, so your migrating motor complex may not work very well. You may have a histamine issue, you may have a salicylate issue, or you may just have an overgrowth of bad bacteria in your bowel, such as Klebsiella species or something such as that. So there are lots and lots and lots of things that might be causing your IBS, as you've just heard. Now, I find that the key with understanding and treating your digestive problems lies in obtaining a correct diagnosis. So this will usually require testing, although sometimes patients do present with very clear signs and symptoms of one particular gut disorder. And when this happens, we implement dietary strategies that are specific to that particular gut disorder. So once we establish the cause of the digestive distress, either via testing or via dietary changes, we can then treat the problem. And with gut problems, a multifactorial approach is essential. Foods will need to be removed 
Not for a long time, though, because it's quite dangerous to remove foods from your diet from a specific um, subset of foods for a long time. Um, herbs and supplements will also need to be taken to get rid of bacterial overgrowth. We even take herbs and supplements to get rid of hydrogen gases and to get rid of methane gases. Um, or you, you you might have an ex excess hydrogen or methane in that small intestine because of SIBO. We will look at reducing your stress and we look at building your, your gut immunity. And when we build up your gut immunity, uh, there is a substance called secretory IgA that is in your gut that needs to be at a good level to protect your gut. So again, it just does depend on what's going on in that gut of yours. But be assured, a diagnosis of IBS and your specialist or doctor, you just have to live with it response, is just bullshit. Remember, IBS is a diagnosis of exclusion. They tell you that you have IBS when they have excluded everything else. And you were just left there. In some cases, you're crying. You're sitting in the gastroenterologist or the doctor's surgery, or you've made it to your car and you just sit there and you're crying because you know darn well there's something wrong and there must be answers somewhere. And yes, there are answers in most cases in your naturopath's clinic. So this is why I say IBS is just a bullshit excuse because I really do think it is. Thanks for listening, and I'd like uh, be great to hear you want to listen to me on another podcast. Thanks. <laughs>